Blog Talk Radio. mental health, relationships, and personal growth, anything that keeps you from setting and achieving goals. Today's presentation is eight warning signs of emotional abuse, what you need to look look for. This is something that I have experienced personally from the time I was a young child. Often, If you've experienced it, it's something that you're going to do. And if you're allowed to get away with it, you will continue to do it. I know because I see it firsthand. Emotional abuse is a form of manipulation that can be oftentimes challenging to detect, but it can have devastating effects on a person's mental health, and well-being. Unlike physical abuse, emotional abuse can take many forms and may not leave visible scars or bruises. However, the impact can be just as damaging as physical abuse, if not more so. So in this presentation, we will explore eight warning signs of emotional abuse. By recognizing these signs, you can take steps to protect yourself or someone that you care about from the harmful effects of emotional abuse. I have a sister that's just two years older than I am that was born deaf, and there's no reason why at her age she can't be taking care of herself. But for years, she lived with my mother, and all my mother ever did was criticize everything she ever did. And if she bought something trying to, to, to get from them what she so desperately needed, they broke it because they, it was their way of showing her that they didn't want it or didn't care that what it meant to her or how or what it made her feel like. So let's get down to the definition of emotional abuse. Emotional abuse is a form of psychological manipulation and control that causes a person to feel belittled, invalidated, and worthless. It can take many forms, such as verbal abuse, like name-calling and insults. This is something that my sister does constantly. Emotional blackmail. This is something my mother did all the time. Constant criticism. 
This is something that both my mother and my sister did constantly to me and my older sister. Isolation from friends and family with withholding affection. Now, the sad part is, is if you have a parent that grows up in a home where there was no affection or no show or demonstration of love, then they really don't know how to show love. And that's the saddest part because they are really only repeating the same behaviors that they experienced early on. Ultimately, the goal of the abuser, whether consciously or subconsciously, is to gain power over the partner by eroding their sense of self-worth. The emotional abuse can have significant long-term effects on an individual's mental and physical health, including depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, and even suicidal thoughts. And this is something that I could say that my older sister has experienced from many a times she used to threaten to kill herself just to get attention. If you think you may be a victim of emotional abuse, do your best to seek help immediately in order to start healing the process. Right now, my older sister has been seeing a psychiatrist. And because she has no life, that for her, her day is to get up, to eat breakfast, to read the newspaper, or maybe read a book, or go back to sleep. So when she goes to the psychiatrist, she talks about the past. So what are they doing? Giving her medication for schizophrenia. Why? Because she talks about the past. Well, she has nothing to be that she's doing in her daily life to talk about. What is she going to talk about? The book she's reading? She does not have a real good command of English. She refuses to learn to use sign language because it was never used in the home. And they thought that by sending her to schools where they put hearing aids on her and taught her to speak, then she was no longer deaf. Well, you know what? That was, and she was profoundly deaf, and she would never be anything but profoundly deaf. In fact, only because my mother got mad at me did she even give her a cochlear implant. At the time, she was 60 years old, and that she was ne it was never going to benefit her at that age because the the connections that the are needed for someone with a cochlear implant is done when they're very young and, and, and all the connections are still being formed. So, and not only that, my younger sister, they actually got her a computer where she had a software program on where she could learn to, to differentiate noise from actual someone speaking to her. And my sister took her computer because she needed her, a computer and didn't care that that left her without anything. And at one time, my sister 
was training back in the days when it was DOS, long before you had the kind of software and software coding you had today to program computers. And today, she doesn't even know how to open up a computer and use a computer. How sad is that? And that's what you're talking about when you're talking about verbal and emotional abuse. Eight warning signs of emotional abuse. If you're not sure if you're experiencing emotional abuse, some examples include unwarranted criticism and blame. One of the most common signs of emotional abuse is unwarranted criticism or blame. An abuser may constantly criticize one's appearance, behavior, or activities in an attempt to make them feel inadequate or inferior. The abuser may also use false accusations and blame their victims for any problems that arise in order to deflect responsibility and shift the power dynamics. Recognize that this behavior is not normal and it is not your fault. My sister comes into my house and someone came over and brought me some chocolate croissants and she saw her hand me in the back. Oh, she doesn't need it. She just walked over to my refrigerator. See all those croissants she has? She doesn't need it. And then you know what my sister did? She walked out the house with the croissants. She stole them from me. And then acted like she didn't know what I was talking about. She stole my parking permits from me and played stupid. So you know, that's a power play. Gaslighting and deception. Gaslighting is a form of emotional abuse in which the abuser manipulates their victim by making them question their own memory, perception, or sanity. This can be done through lies and deception or by withholding information or details in order to create confusion and doubt. It is an insidious form of manipulation that can be can take a significant toll on the victim's mental health. It is important to recognize the signs of this typical abuse and seek help if it is happening to you. Many years ago, my father knew that he had two children with disabilities. Now he died and passed away in 1970 and that was just before all the laws changed. And what he did was he set up certain stocks and bonds and roll and roll and rollover bonds to make sure we would be financially secure. And then he never changed his will from the time we were young children. And basically left my mother in control of everything. And I remember looking at the books and seeing where we had over 3,500 shares of Coke stock. And then just before my mother passed, I remember looking at it and seeing there was over 7,000. And then I looked it up and my mother passed away in 2011. It doubled in 2012. And when I asked myself, oh, no, we only have 
got a little over 3,000 shares. And I'm like, wait a minute. I know I saw what we had. So what, that's a form of manipulation, of lying to you and trying to say, and then she even told me, oh, she bought the Coke stock. Now, I remember many, many years ago, my father bought these shares, and he's been gone in two months, it'll be 53 years. You can't tell me that from the time he bought it in the 60s, we only have a little over 30, a little over 3,000 shares. She lies, and then she tries to make it out that you're the one that's lying. You're the one that doesn't know it. Just so that she can hold on to the control of everything and thinks it's okay to abuse her sisters and do these things to them. And my older sister, because she was always told you're poor, she literally believes she's poor. And between the Coke stock and all the other stocks and all the other bonds and things, and the fact that my mother never really used principal, it's probably grown to over $3 million right now. My sister is just biding her time so she can get a hold of all that money because she's so jealous of a cousin that we have that she and my mother wrote him a bogus money order to get $100,000 out of him. He got caught up in September 11th, lost his apartment and everything in it, suffers from PTSD and, and has had a lot of health problems. He and, and to the point that they knew he got a few million dollars they wanted a piece of it, and they even sat down and worked out a plan in order to get it. But he was smart enough to know before he put that $100,000 in an account that they gave him, he waited for the check to clear. And when it came back, it was a bogus check. He was not out of his money. But he, and he should have gone after them. But because it was family, he did nothing. Problem is, they got away with it, so they're going to continue to try to get away with it. Isolating, isolation and limited access to support systems. Another sign of emotional abuse is isolation and limiting access to support systems. An abuser may use various tactics to keep the victim away from friends, family members, and other sources of support. This may include forbidding contact with certain people, making it difficult for the victim to leave the house, constantly monitoring their communication with others. Recognize that this behavior is not normal and it is essential to build a support system for loving and trusted friends and family members who can help you during difficult times. My mother, when she was 76 years old, or rather, let's back up, she was 50 
when my father passed away. And when I, I was in college and I was living with her, and all she did to me was constantly telling me how I was going to fail. Why was I taking such and such a course? I was going to fail. I finally stood up to her and said, you don't know what I can or can't do, so shut the fuck up. Because I got so angry at her for doing that to me. I had I, the only way I was able to turn things around and, and become what I am today is because I, when I was in college, and I was always someone that wanted to help people, and that's why this is always my topic on my podcast, is simply that I cared about what happened to people. I knew that what was happening to me was wrong. In fact, when I was 12 years old, I remember climbing out of a window in my bedroom because whenever I got abused, physically abused, I would go to my bedroom and I would stay there until I calmed down. It was a very hostile environment and toxic that I grew up in. So it's no wonder that my younger sister was allowed to get away with abusing her sister and continues to do it today. We, family therapy is often the best way to learn to communicate more effectively and to learn to respect each other. Because if you grow up in a home where your parents don't respect each other and don't respect their children, what are they teaching you but how to disrespect and abuse others? The thing is, my mother eventually moved up to New York, and my sister was hung around with the deaf community and wet places. And then when my mother decided that she wanted to get out of New York and move to Florida, she did. And then she isolated my sister so that she had no one. And that's why she behaviorally is where she's at today. And, and when my younger sister comes in, she continues to abuse her. In fact, she comes in eating her food and then will use the trust money to buy food in the house because the, she feels like she has a right to use it when she does anything for her sisters. Even though she worked for 30 years as a teacher and not only does she have a pension from teaching, but she also has social security because she worked in retail from the time she was 16 years old, off and on, and even while she was teaching. And yet she will eat all, she will abuse and use her sisters so she doesn't have to spend money of her own. Humiliation and belittling behavior. Humiliation and belittling behavior is another sign. An abuser may use insults and put-downs to make the victim feel worthless and inferior. They may also use humiliation as a way to control the victim 
making them afraid to do things that would upset the abuser. These behaviors are not acceptable. And, th and I can show, demonstrate what my sister has done that is a way of certainly pushing. Many years ago, when my aunt passed away, she, instead of leaving money directly to my mother, she left $1,000 to me to my, and to each of my sisters. My oldest sister had no idea what was going on. My mother took that whole $1,000 and put it in a savings account that she controlled. Then she took the, the uh, <laughs> excuse me, the other 750 because I took $250 of that $1,000 and got my, took, went to, to driving school to learn to drive and used, and got my license and took that 750 and instead of putting it on an account on my name, put, took it in an account and put that was under her name. And then eventually, I took the money back from my mother when I was with her. And so they try to say, I stole money. I took back money that belonged to me, and that's it. And meanwhile, my sister has taken all my mother's jewelry and everything else and has never once said, would you like to have a piece? Controlling and manipulative behavior. Controlling and manipulative behavior is another sign of emotional abuse. An abuser may attempt to control their victim's decisions, activities, or access to resources in order to, to maintain a power of authority. This may also manipulate the victim into staying in the relationship by making promises that they do not keep or using guilt trips or intimidation. This is something my mother used. This is something my sister uses. And by not setting up a special needs trust for me so it doesn't affect the money I get from the government. <laughs> and then lies about it and only spends the money when she wants to spend it and gets what you need when she wants to do it and then gets what she wants to get, not what you really need. Intimidation and threats. Intimidation or threats are another sign of emotional abuse. An abuser may use physical or verbal threats to scare their victim into complying with their wishes. This can include physical aggression, verbal insults, and other intimidating behaviors. Let me tell you something my sister did many years ago. As a child, we only had a two-bedroom house, even though it was originally set up to be a three-bedroom house, because my mother was told, oh, you've got a three-bedroom house? Well, now your, your, your brother-in-law can come and stay with you instead of when he gets out of the military, what my mother should have said, 
I have two children. They each get their own bedroom. She didn't do that. She just cut it down. So when my younger sister came along, there was no room in there to put another twin bed. So they gave her a day bed. So what did she do when my mother moved to Florida? Instead of getting a double bed for a woman who's 46 years old, they got her a trundle bed. And a trundle bed something like a day bed, only it's got a little bit more fancier, and it's got wires. And when we came down, they they went to get her another mattress for the trundle bed, but the they ended up getting the full bedding and rails. And then when we went to leave, my sister wanted to put that mattress on the trundle bed, and my sister wanted to sleep in the bed she paid for. Do you know that my mother stood there while my younger sister pushed her against the rails of the trundle bed with the mattress on top of her? And pretended like nothing went on. But but then my mother later, a few months later, tried to accuse me of elderly abuse because she couldn't control me and make my decisions for me because I was aware of what she was doing and I was not allowing her to do and continue to abuse me the way she wanted to. Financial abuse, and this is the one that I've been talking about where my younger sister uses her executive of the trust to abuse her sisters by only getting them what they need and not getting it when they need it. Financial abuse is another common sign of emotional abuse. An abuser may use financial resources or control their victim's assets to these resources in order to maintain power and control over the victim. This can include withholding money, controlling how the finances are spent, manipulating their victim into taking on financial responsibility for the abuser's debts. Physical aggression with no physical contact. Physical aggression with no physical contact is another sign of emotional abuse. An abuser may use body language or tone of voice to intimidate and frighten their victim into complying with their wishes. This can include aggressive posturing, intense eye contact, other forms of nonverbal aggression. Emotional abuse is damaging, if not more so than physical abuse. It can take many forms and can be difficult to identify and address. By understanding the signs of emotional abuse, you can take steps to protect yourself or someone you care about from its harmful effects. If you think that you or someone close to you may be a victim of emotional abuse, seek professional help with the right support and resources that you can reclaim your life and learn to trust yourself again. And remember that you're not alone and there is help available and very 
possible. The reason that I have been talking about this is because emotional abuse is something that's unseen, and it can cause a lot of degradation and, and, and keep you from reaching whatever success you should have achieved in your lifetime. I have a challenge that's called Seven Ways to Reach Personal Success on a Daily Basis. And I have a membership site called AskDavidaShinsky.com that works on personal development and courses that help you learn to believe in yourself just like what you need. Because if you are involved in a relationship with a significant other or a family member, it's only going to keep you from reaching your goals and you have a right to choose your lifestyle and the way you want to live. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.